0: Hey y'all, welcome to And What? Alright, first and foremost, I want to say a congratulation to myself. I'm going to toot my own horn here for just a moment because you girls stay consistent. I stay consistent in reading the verse of the day every day this week. Well, the week isn't completely over, but from last week up until now I stayed consistent reading the verse of the day every day this week and I have to say I'm 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 proud of myself I'm I really truly am and I didn't meditate we are gonna add that next week but I did stay consistent in that and that's big because consistency as you know is very difficult for me so Let's all praise and thank the Lord together. But you know what I found in this week? Why is it that whenever I'm ready to do and to walk boldly, confidently, and wholeheartedly in the things of God, the attack of the enemy comes? And it's just, I understand why that happens. I do. I get it. Because If the enemy can distract you from your pursuit of God, then he can deter you from your purpose. So I understand that. I do. Believe me, I do. But this week has, I'm just going to be honest, has not been the easiest week for me. I've been extremely tired um, and not just like, oh, I haven't gotten enough sleep, but emotionally and mentally exhausted And it's just like the week, the week I decide I'm going to be in my word. I'm going to start this prayer challenge is when I'm just feeling, feeling this way. But you know what? I learned today. I learned today that bad things is not the absence of God. I learned that God gives us grace in the bad things to to walk victorious, and I have to remind myself in this in this current battle that I'm in, God already has the victory, and I just need to remind myself of that that it on my part hasn't manifested yet. Because he is Alpha and Omega, he is the beginning and the end. He already knows how this this ends for me. And I choose to have faith. I choose to believe that it is it is good. And I choose to believe and have faith that he knows the plans that I have or that he has for my life and that they're they're good plans and I I just need to get out of the focusing on the bad and start focusing on on who God is not what I'm going through not what um not what I'm facing but who I serve but it's just it's interesting also to go through things and one thing that God has really shown me is that he's 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 designed my storms this way. He's designed my mountains and my battles this way on purpose and I love when I struggle. I love when I'm in storms, I love when the enemy attacks because it's just confirmation for me that I'm doing the will of the Father and that because i feel like the enemy is not going to attack me unless he felt that that i was a threat to his kingdom and we as christians as believers of uh we as servants of god are always going to go against the devil and because of that he'll attack us to try to try to get us off 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 that course so it's just it's just hard sometimes to be in the midst of it and and to say yeah God's in control because it doesn't always look like it it doesn't always feel like it especially when it's internal because what I'm what I'm dealing with is is really like a battle in my mind it's one thing to deal with external conflict. It's another, personally, for me to deal with my own demons. Cause I can pray up a storm for other people's demons all day long, but when it comes to my own, I don't know why my faith is applied differently when it pertains to my own storms and my own, my own, like difficulties and it's it's, it just is it truly faith how can you have faith for one person but you don't have faith for yourself and it kind of reminded me of the story of the man uh, who had a kid who I think was either possessed or he was dying I'm not sure but he said to Jesus I believe but help my unbelief and that says a lot because I do that. That really is me because I do believe in God. I do believe in Him, but I know that there are parts of me that also has an unbelief, like an unbelief that God can can heal me. And with this, and I don't know because when it comes to other people who are sick or or who are going through things. It's so much easier to have faith for somebody else than it is for myself. And I really don't, for the life of me, cannot figure out why that is. Why it's easier to faith for someone or faith through it with someone else or for someone else than than myself like that's, You would think that it would be easier to have faith for yourself than it would be for other people. But it's like... My expectation for God to move on behalf of somebody else is significantly higher than my expectation for him to move on behalf of me. Quite frankly, I think that has a lot to do with how I perceive myself. We ain't got to talk about it. We ain't got to talk about it. But <laughs> but that actually is what answers the question, actually. Well, not really the question, but that, that makes sense. How I perceive myself. And that's true because if you don't think of yourself as much, then of course you're not going to think that God is going to move for you or um, deliver you or heal you or speak for you or come to your rescue. And I really am going through a season of figuring out who I currently am because I know who... God is calling me to be, I'm confident in that, but I'm not that person right now, and I don't, I guess I know how to become that person, but I have to deal with, with the person that I am now, and it's, it's not easy, it's not at all easy, because it's a lot of wounds that I have to reopen and and I, I feel like once I do reopen those healing will come but before the healing comes I'll have to feel the pain and I don't know if I want to go through that <laughs> like, it's it's a lot to to confront your pain, and I don't like pain, I really don't, I'm not, I have a high tolerance for like physical pain, but emotional pain, man, that cuts like deep, deep for me, like that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a a severing, that's a slash, that's a, I just, It's so many emotional wounds that I have to confront myself with. And, you know, if we don't ever confront the areas that we're broken in, then God can never really do anything with them. Because if you think about it, when when you're not aware or when you're not honest about where you are, you then can't invite God into it and you can't ask him to I guess to 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 take it and to mold it and to make it and you know here's another thing brokenness which I I feel like is kind of where I am I'm I'm currently in this I'm currently in a in a place where I didn't want to record this week's podcast. I didn't I didn't want to talk to to people I don't want to um have to face this right now because it's still like a fresh wound and it's just like I'm in talking cuz in talking through it, it is like pouring alcohol on it. But I digress. I just I just feel like it's important to also talk about the difficult places. And currently my difficult place is this place of of brokenness. I do feel that I'm, I guess, in transition. Transitioning out of where I am into who God is calling me to be, who God purposed for me to be, and the middle of it, the uncertainty of it, the um ambiguity of it, it's it's kinda unsettling. And I'm having to deal with the fact that I'm not put together. Not even a little bit. Not even a piece of me is put together. And I'm having to accept where I am, and for someone who, like I said, I don't strive for per- perfection, but I do strive close for it. So for me to confront the fact that I'm nowhere near even close to even being okay, like that's that's a lot for me to to wrestle with and. I think really in this this season, God is showing me that I need to be completely reliant on him. And he's also showing me how wholeness isn't, it. I don't think one can ever become truly whole. I think wholeness is God extending his grace in our brokenness. And it's where he fills in, where he fills in the gap. You know, the Bible says when I'm in, in our weaknesses, he is made strong. And he's really having to, to be strong here because <laughs> I'm not right now. And that's fine. That's fine. I just think that I need to let God be God in this situation and stop trying to get to this point of, um, I guess, attaining a, an end goal. Because I think it's Paul, either Paul or Peter, one of them said that something about a race, it, it, I ran the race that wasn't at all helpful not even a little bit (laughs) but the idea of the verse is that you're always striving you never get to a finish line until you get to heaven and I feel like that's something that I I never really learned and now I'm forced through these These storms forced to recognize that you can't ever get to a complete perfect point um, until your your race is, is over, until God calls you home. And I think that lifts a lot of the weight off of my shoulders to know that even striving for close to perfection is not okay. Because if I can get there, then where do I leave room for Jesus to work in me? And I feel like he's literally crushing everything that I thought that I knew about myself. Everything that I thought I wanted to be. Everything that I thought that I could be. And he's really making me over again to understand who i am through his eyes and to understand that where he's calling me requires this and that is that is difficult because that then tells me that he's he's putting me in this and what that also tells me Is that all of these broken pieces are intentional and are ultimately for his glory. And what I try so hard to focus on is how is this glorifying God? And if it's not, how can it? glorify God and I know that this season of brokenness will serve a a greater purpose beyond where I currently am and also beyond me it's just staying planted stand staying flat-footed in in God because the Bible tells us that he will work all things turn all things he will make all things and we know that all things are working there we go come on holy ghost for the good of those who love the lord and who are called according to his purpose and uh, when you're called for his purpose he'll require um a crushing he'll require a a brokenness he'll require just you getting to a place of complete submission and complete surrender and recognizing that in all of your education and in all of how far you got yourself you still need God and I guess that's where I currently am I'm in a place of I think this this season that I'm in is the before the manifestation it's 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 me seeing just the pieces but not seeing the pieces put together and I don't think I will ever really see the pieces all put together until the manifestation of his glory And, you know, the crazy thing is, is that we want God's glory, but we don't want to do the things that it takes to get there. We don't want to suffer. We don't want to go through the pain. And it's just like it's necessary because that is what makes it so beautiful. That's what is what makes it God. And that's just where I am. And I know that even though I don't understand why he breaks me and why he puts so much, why the weight of the pressure and why I have to go through these storms, I just have to trust that I'm in his hand and I just have to trust that in all things he's God and one of the most beautiful analogies is, I heard Kurt Franklin say this, but you know, when you take the ingredients of cake the egg and the butter and the flour and the oil and the milk and the sugar if you eat them by themselves, it doesn't taste good and it's not good for you. It isn't until you put them all in a bowl and you start to mix them. Do you realize how the butter and the oil and the sugar and the flour and the milk and the eggs are all working together for a greater purpose? And I think if we're looking at our situations by themselves and we're not looking at how they connect and we're not looking at how this will create something that goes beyond us, something that is divine, something that is God, then it's easy to look at it and to say that it's disgusting. The things that you're going through by yourself or the things that you're going through when you look at them by yourself, they are disgusting and it's difficult to ingest and it's difficult to accept, but you have to remember that it isn't the essence of Of who you are like your addiction or your your circumstance or your difficulties or where you're not and where you think you should be whatever it is that you're dealing with whatever it is that you're going through is not the essence of who you are there's so much more to who you are than just your storm there's so much more to who you are than than your your chains and you know when we get to the point where we accept that ultimately our identity comes from Christ then the other things will begin to make sense and I think that's really where where I am I'm at a place of being confident in who I am in God and relinquishing my focus on the things that I'm going through and the things that I'm dealing with and recognizing that even though it doesn't make sense, that doesn't mean it's not for purpose. And that even though it doesn't make sense, that doesn't mean that God can't use it. And even though it's difficult, that doesn't mean that he won't get the glory out of it because he always will. He absolutely always will. And I just want you to know that whatever it is that you're dealing with it's not over it's not over the bible tells us that joy comes in the morning so if you haven't found your joy yet then baby that's then you haven't seen your morning but i believe in a god who is a promise keeper and he doesn't lie And when he says that joy will come in the morning, I believe that. I believe that better days are are ahead of us. I want to pray. God, I want to thank you for your sovereignty. I want to thank you for your love and for your mercy and for your grace that surpasses all understanding. And God, I also want to thank you for all of the broken pieces, the areas of our lives that we think are not worthy, the areas of our lives that we think, Heavenly Father, um, are shameful. We're going to ask right now that you begin to show us what Heavenly Father you are doing though we may not understand lord god give us the faith give us the strength the courage to accept that you are working everything lord god and that you will turn everything around for our good i pray heavenly father that you give us a divine strength to stand flat footed in our faith our belief and trust in you that you are a promise keeper and that you will never leave us that you will never forsake us lord god i want to thank you because there is nothing that catches you by surprise and there is nothing lord god that can separate us from your love not our sins not our storms nothing lord god so i ask right now that your love in this moment overwhelm us heavenly father that as we move on and as we go about lord god our day that we remember that your love is enough that your grace and your mercy is sufficient enough in jesus name we pray Amen.